Hello, and welcome to another episode of Punkcast Niche. Join with me, as always, the great Nick Hill. Nick, how are you today? Well, Matt, I'm doing pretty darn good. How about yourself? I really can't complain. It's just another wonderful day to record a podcast, or should I say night? A wonderful night, yeah. It's late I'm, there. I mean, I, we did take two weeks off because the first three episodes just stressed us so much. Uh, we, we were having a lot of trouble, as we've kind of mentioned before, with all the uh, fan letters, the constant mail that we've been getting and attention from the press. Uh, it's a hard life to live. Yep. We both, we both had to take a sabbatical. Absolutely. Yeah. So... Uh, Nick, uh, mm-hmm. what, what kind of holidays or days of the day do we have today? Days of the day. I like the way that you worded that. <laughs> days of the day. Just in <laughs> case you weren't. It's always important to reiterate what the day is. That's true. Well, you know, we, we it is officially Friday because we're recording just after midnight. So I'll go ahead and I'll do the days for June 23rd for pretty much Friday. So all of our listeners will know what day to celebrate. How's that sound? That's that sounds absolutely phenomenal. Okay, so the first one here, this is a this is a good one. It's Public Service Day. Uh, you know, you celebrate all of our public servants out there—police officers, firefighters, medics, anybody that you could think of that's out there doing a good job. So, Matt, I'm going to thank you because you're on the phone with me right now, and I don't want it to be awkward. So, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Yes, uh, really appealing to those demographics, and this is going to be hard to make a joke off of, so I'm just going to let you say whatever the next day was. <laughs> All right, ne- next day, let it go day, okay? So, just let it go. We're, we're past that first day, Matt, let it go. Uh, I really thought about possibly playing the song Let It Go, but then we'd get into some copyright issues, and we don't have enough attorneys to deal with that yet, because we currently have zero attorneys, so... There we go. So two things, just uh, one, those of you listening, imagine that song. It's probably going to be stuck in your head for the next, uh, I'm going to say, 20 to 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, on, on the li- uh, same lines of that, maybe I should let go, you know, the whole bunk bed thing and maybe just accept the fact that, uh, you know, sometimes your friends aren't always what they you know appear to be, I guess. I'm down for that, so I'll move on to the next day. (laughs) (laughs) Next day that we have here is uh, Bring Your Dog to Work Day. Uh, So today, when you're listening to this in the morning as you're getting ready to go to work, don't forget little Maxwell. Make sure you bring him in uh, if that's permitted. Uh, I guess we could write you a note or something to give to your boss saying that we allow it. Uh, So do do you have a dog, Matt? I don't believe you do. Uh, Not out here. I mean, I did have a dog back in uh, the good old North Carolina that little uh, uh, miniature wiener dog. Oh, that's um, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you're going into work today, just tell them you listened to a podcast that said you could bring your dog in, and I'm sure they'll understand, like most uh, reasonable business owners, you know, <laughs> tend to do. Yeah. Very very understanding people, right? Um, last day here is uh, National Typewriter Day. Um, <laughs> Nobody uses those anymore, but I guess you can celebrate it if you're able to go into your grandparents' attic, find a typewriter, and just mash on the buttons. Um, that's all I got for that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could ride your dinosaur over to your grandparents' house and, um, <laughs> you know, get hop on their ty- typewriter and have a good old time. Have a, a good old-fashioned hoedown, as they used to say. Yeah, as they used to say, as, as uh, grand, grandmommy and grandpappy used to say. <laughs> well, you know, Matt, I, I, wanted, I, I do want to start something out here, a little ritual. Um, so gave you the days of the day, as you said, quote, Matt Simino. Um, I have a game that I created that I think you may enjoy somewhat. Uh, if you're down to play, uh, I'll, I'll give you the details. I 
am nothing but open and receptive to this idea. Hey, now. All right. So the idea, I, I'm going to choose two of the days that we went over. So I chose okay. Bring Your Dog to Work Day and National Typewriter Day. Okay? Okay. I have five words here. Some of them are names of dog breeds, and some of them are names of typewriter manufacturers. Okay? Oh, okay. So All right. I'm going to say the name. And then you have to guess if it's a dog breed or a typewriter. Okay. All right. Bring it on. All right. So, first one here, whenever you're ready, is whip it. Whip it? Whip it. That's, that, <laughs> <laughs> that sounds a lot like a typewriter. You would be incorrect. It is actually a dog breed hailing from England, and it is a ancestor of the, make sure I get this right, Greyhound, and they can grow up to 44 pounds. So you're 0 for 1 right now. Not too good. Not wow. too good. Do you, do you want to continue on? Yeah, I'll continue on. I, and on that note, I, I always thought whippets were those things. Uh, <laughs> no, this is, this is kind of venturing into drug territory, but. Uh, yeah, you like know. The nitrous. <laughs> the, you know, Steve O was addicted to it. <laughs> Anyways, <Type> yeah. like <laughs> Typewriters and dogs. All right. Next, yeah, type, type, next typewriters name. and dogs. What were we saying? Yeah. Baltica. That's got to be a typewriter. You are correct. It's a typewriter made in Denmark between 1928 and 1953. I have so a f- good job. One and one. I have a 50% chance on each of these. So, I mean, at some point I'm going to get one right. And finally did. You, you, <laughs> that's true. So next, next uh, offering here is Burable. What? <laughs> Burable. <laughs> uh, well, assuming that you're pronouncing that correctly. I got to go with dog. I got to go with dog. Also correct. Wow, you Ooh. know your stuff. It's a South. It's it's a South African Mastiff. Um, you know they originated in 1652, so it's a very old dog. It's still around, and they can grow up to 180 pounds. So they weigh more than you do. <laughs> Actually, you're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I, yeah, you're scrawny. <laughs> right. So uh, what is this? What's the what's the score? I'm not keeping track. You're two and one right now. Uh, yeah, I'm two out of three. So 66 okay. percent. All right. So here we go. Next, next one. Okay. We have a diadema. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I want to say dog, but I'm gonna go with typewriter because it just sounds like it's one of those misleading ones. You would be correct. It is a typewriter. It was, found, it was made in Italy between 1922 and 1930. Okay. So All right. It wasn't around for that long, so it must have sucked. I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so you're th- you're three and one. Um, I you're a winner because you got three out of five. So. That's a that's wow. You know, seventy five percent. That's um, you said three out of five. No, I got th- three out of four, right? I mean, if you, if you want, I can go for one more, but you can't lose at this point in time. So I'll just give you the last offering if you want. No, no, I'll I'll, I'll finish with a solid seventy five percent. That's a C. Okay, there we go. Yep, there we go. That's a like, mm-hmm. solid C in most uh, college slash high school level courses. Yep. I'll accept that. Yep, ten ten point grading scale. That's what we're going on here. Awesome. <laughs> you know, I'll take that. All right. Well. Well, good job, Matt. Uh, congratulations. Uh, just I'll mail you uh, your gift or your your winnings uh, in four to seven years. <laughs> I'll be looking forward to it. <laughs> well, before we move on to some of our topics, uh, just like to give a shout out to uh, Keldon Thompson, who uh, kind of designed our logos on that we've used on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Um, I think he has more artwork, if I'm not mistaken, Nick. Uh, he does have more artwork. He actually has a 
he's a very talented uh, artist. Uh, let me bring up his Instagram real quick. We'll give his Instagram a shout out because honestly, he, he does some live videos that are really, really cool to watch to see somebody as talented as Keldon, you know, get to work. Um, he's really passionate about his art. So let me get his, uh, his, uh, Instagram handle pulled up here real quick and I'll give him a shout out. So it's, it's Keldon Thompson. That's his name. And on Instagram, it's Keldon. It's K three L D three N 17. So Keldon 17 replace the E's with threes and you're going to be following, following a really good artist. So there you go. Absolutely. And as someone who uh, struggles to draw stri- uh, stick figures and uh, considers macaroni sculptures a work of art, uh, I have nothing but respect for people mm-hmm. who have artistic abilities. I'm more of a, a finger paint type of guy, but I can respect the macaroni art. Yeah. Well, thank you. I, I, I uh, <laughs> real recognize real. so Real macaroni. Yeah, correct. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about uh, astrological signs, Nick. Uh so what, what is a little bit of history behind zodiac signs? Um, and first of all, before okay, so we even go there, what are do you even know what you are? <laughs> yes, I'm I'm a Cancer. I was born. Oh July yes, 12th, you are. So yes, you are. Okay. Yep. So so what are what are you again? Uh, Virgo. Virgin. <laughs> all right, Nick. What, Wait, did you say Virgo? Let's, let's hear a little bit of history there, buddy. What you got? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So you know history of. Astrology really is where you got to start. It was the Babylonians uh, really founded astrology. Uh, they used it to pretty much predict anything because they were primitive but very smart, I guess. Um, the zodiac it is, comes from the Greek word meaning circle of animals, so that's why it's just a whole bunch. Like when you look at a horoscope, everything's an animal. So you have it's broken down into four different types. You have fire signs, which are the Aries, uh, Sagittarius, Leo, water signs, Cancer, Scorpio, uh, Scorpio Pisces, uh, air signs, which are the Libra, Aquarius, uh, Gemini, and then earth signs, which are the Capricorn, the Taurus, and the Virgo. Um, so you have all those broken down. Of course, they're based off of the month, the day that you were born. Um, horoscopes are really big nowadays. I'm not entirely too sure why, but it's a map of the zodiacal circle. The Earth is at the center, and pretty much your horoscope is based off the relative positions of the sun, moon, and planets and stars at a specific time and place. So that's your birth. Um, It's updated daily, so I actually have um, a horoscope pulled up for today. Uh, if you want to find out what what you are, like what your horoscope. Yeah, is. we may as well just see uh, what both yours and, and mine are. What if what is mine? All right, so let's see. For the Virgo, let's see. There is a true art to receiving and being nurtured. <laughs> this might be a time for learning about both giving and receiving. There's a value to being respected. Your love life and partnerships are highlighted with this full moon. It's all about balancing <laughs> the routines. So pretty much. So- you're getting lucky. Let me <laughs> let I see. I interpret that that as uh, I'm being nurtured, and uh, you know, it was it mentioned something about loving and uh, and meaningful friendships slash relationships. Uh, Nick, our our line is blurred between uh, loving friendship and actual relationship, and uh, lo- some people would say that. Yes. <laughs> yes, I would. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's uh, that's incredibly in depth. Uh, I don't really, I mean, I personally, I mean, you know, to each his own, but I guess the stars align doesn't really determine how I, uh, perceive how my day is going to be. But yeah, I mean, do your thing if that's what you believe. I feel like it's just something that people 
have to guide their life. I, I I'm I'm not I don't believe in it, but they're always cool to read. It, they're almost like fortune cookies, honestly. Uh, the, exactly. the science behind it. If if you're if you go off the horoscope and it works for you, that's cool. But to me, I just think it's one of those like pseudosciences where it doesn't it how the planets are aligned can't really affect <laughs> the type of day that I'm gonna have. <laughs> yeah, plus, I mean, I, plus, I think my my issue with it too is uh, the advice that comes along with it. It's it's generally incredibly vague, and you can it's it's confirmation bias to where you're just like, oh yeah, this could apply to me. It's like today. Like you, you see one. It's like, oh, I'm a Gemini. That means today I'm gonna wake up. Like, well, that's not wrong. I, I guess. <laughs> True. Yeah. Because <laughs> like my horoscope for today, it 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 tells me that I'm in alignment with the full moon. Uh, there's a which is part of my sign. Uh, there's a great learning. Po- I'm in a great learning point right now. The challenge is in your your passions. Uh, your creative cycle is on point. There's a ton of energy surrounding the shift in your mental insights at this time. Uh, goes into talking about Mercury and Mars uh, are, are close and that they're going to transform my experiences in my heart. Um, it says that there's no stone-cold emotions <laughs> that I'm going to feel. So, I, again, I guess, it, like you said, it's just very vague. It doesn't really tell me much, but I guess if, I, if, I'm, at, if I'm in a learning cycle right now, I guess I could just learn to, that we should probably stop doing this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Those stone cold emotions, uh, that, that's coming out right there. But uh, stone, that's right. But I'm not supposed to have any stone cold emotions, so it's wrong, I guess. You know, I'd say, say that, I'd say that description was a great personification of how uh, how this podcast has been going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Would you like uh, to I'd, reread that? I'm just kidding. Don't do that. No, no I don't. <laughs> there is a line in there. It says it's a time to feel all feels. So. You take that like you want it. <laughs> <laughs> yep, you can interpret that literally or uh, figuratively, but that's all on you there. <laughs> that's that's all on you. <laughs> you you, you gutter-minded listener. All right. <laughs> Speaking of uh, kind of the, you know, astrological realm, maybe uh, the psychiatric realm, I guess you can say. Is that um, how you pronounce that? <laughs> psychiatric? Yeah, or, I don't, or psychic. <laughs> psychic yeah no but that has gotta it's gotta go under some kind of topic and i know it's not psychiatric but i'll think of <laughs> we'll, it at some point we'll roll with it <laughs> <laughs> the key is just acting like i'm right and just rolling with it that's Honestly, how i've lived most of my life if you went to go see a psychic you would have known that you're gonna mess that word up and you could have prevented <laughs> it from happening <laughs> <laughs> exactly so what, the, what is this uh there's news about some psychic nick what what do you got for us so, <laughs> there's a, there was this there's a story I bet you've seen on the news. It happened a couple of days ago. It was a psychic. He was out at lunch with one of his friends, and they're in this little. They're kind of like sitting at a booth near the window, and a car comes plowing through the window, and it pins them up against the wall. It wasn't going fast, but you know, cars are large objects, so no matter how fast they're going, they're gonna mute. They're gonna move a human body, um, <laughs> and they they turned out they're all right. They're bumped up by it a little uh i guess they're they're not scared but kind of just they couldn't believe that it happened and they were interviewing one of them the guy turned out to be a psychic and he was in the hospital and he joked around he said that he didn't see this happening (laughs) and to me i feel like that's just like the the anti thing that you want to do if you're running a business and you're a psychic is to openly (laughs) go out and be like i didn't credit of any reading that he did ever (laughs) Well, 
So I absolutely agree with you on that one. But on the flip side, if he was like, yeah, I saw that one coming. Exactly. Why wouldn't he have left? You know? And the- <laughs> so I, you're, you're right. It's like you got to make a decision on whether you want to A, tell the truth, or B, really, really commit yeah. to a lie. And that's that's a really we'll, big we'll never know, honestly, uh, because we don't have the, the power to get an interview set up with this guy. <laughs> exactly. But there's just one other tidbit about that story that I want to mention. The friend that he was eating with was also a psychic. So that means two psychics did not foresee this happening. Didn't see it coming. Yeah. So yeah. if you're out there right now listening to this, driving to your weekly psychic meeting, turn around and go home. That's what we're getting at. <laughs> yeah, or, or as I would call it, the psychiatric meeting, which might be something completely different. You should go don't to that one. Don't turn around from that one. Yeah, yeah, don't don't cancel on that one. That's probably a lot more important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't <laughs> don't cancel. Please go. Mental health is not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Uh, speaking of mental health, I think another great way to test someone's uh, mental competence is how they squeeze toothpaste. Oh, my God. <laughs> so how, nick uh so in, in a sense in a question uh how do you squeeze toothpaste and what does that say about you okay so the way i'm i'm gonna admit it i do not squeeze from the bottom of the tube i squeeze from the middle of the tube before we get too far into this topic just to make it fair i'd like to know how you squeeze your toothpaste as well actually the same from uh, the middle. sometimes though like Exactly. But sometimes when it gets more towards the end, like, you know, you'll use like the two finger technique where you'll you'll slide it from the the bottom, but you'll also just, just kind of recklessly just whole fist and, uh, just real quick. I don't mean to interrupt, but what exactly are you describing again? (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about toothpaste. We are still talking about toothpaste here. Uh, this is still a kid friendly podcast. Uh, please listeners, I understand this could get misconstrued. <laughs> All right, well, toothpaste. All right, uh, cleanliness. I'm gonna let that go. All right, because that's the day it is, <laughs> and we're gonna move into. I, you this. know, halfway, halfway through that description, I realized that I had made a grave mistake. <laughs> but you know, it goes back to the thing where you just have to commit. You know, just keep. Keep on trucking. That's true. That's true. So anyway, so we're both the same person. We squeeze from the middle of the toothpaste. So pretty much what that says about that, us, according to the interwebs, is that we are a go-with-the-flow type of person. We, we can adapt to any type of toothpaste squeezing. So you have the people <laughs> where there's different types. It's a, it's a science behind this. It's the psychology of toothpaste squeezing, which to me is just beautiful. So we're, we are type one from the middle. Like I said, wow. it says that we we're, we're, we could be impulsive, we're the life of the party, sometimes in a hurry, we like to rush through life. Uh, some of that doesn't really apply, but I like to have fun. I can be impulsive sometimes. I know how you are. You, you can be impulsive occasionally. <laughs> so type two is from the bottom. Okay. okay. That's where they, these people, they'll go right to the bottom of the roll of toothpaste and just either roll it or just squeeze it, like you said, with the two fingers to get all the toothpaste. I, I'm assuming those those so, are the people with the uh, the attention to detail, the very uh, nitpicky. Correct. They are very. According to this <laughs> this study, is that they're very anal people. They're prone to depression. Yep. 
Wow. <laughs> yeah, it gets in there. It's it's in depth. <laughs> they're th- they're thrifty though. Um, <laughs> and it goes. In, it says that uh, stop wasting your life hanging on to past relationships and other failures. <laughs> Move on and use your thriftiness for things that matter. <laughs> so, so uh, my theory with this one is uh, whoever made this study is uh, clearly married. And uh, they're trying to send a, a very loud message to their, their spouse of how they feel about how they roll uh, the tooth or squeeze the toothpaste. You say that, but... Very strong. I did I did quite a bit of research, and I'm talking about maybe five to ten minutes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> of looking for different studies on this. And I found another one where it went to the same type of... They're from the bottom of the roll up and says they're, most of the people that do that have type A personalities... Who are workaholics, highly stressed, extremely ambitious, and rigid in their attitudes. So, <laughs> there's, wow. there's two studies there that say if you roll from the bottom of the toothpaste roll, sure, it may be logical, but at what cost? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, well, I guess that's just how they roll. That's true. And there's two more here. I'll go over them real quick. Uh, the third one is from the top of the roll where, you know, you get jim bob that grabs the roll of toothpaste once a month and he just squeezes it right at the very top almost right at the nozzle and it says on this one that they're stubborn and slow-witted oh i was i i would have said sociopathic but yeah that yeah, that probably close. that's probably close to you Yep, and then the last type of squeeze is uh, no notice, uh, no noticeable squeeze at all, and usually these people are antisocial and have bad breath. So pretty much that's saying people that don't brush their teeth. <laughs> that's see, that's a study I can support because it, it seems like there's some some evidence behind that. I, I understand that one. That's true. Have you have you ever gotten into an argument like with one of your like your brother, or your sister, or anybody really about toothpaste, like where they squeeze the, the roll of toothpaste from? You know, surprisingly, no, because I think at one point we had, like, these little toothpaste squeezers to where you literally just, you could put it out at the bottom of the toothpaste and it just rolls it on out. It's It was a, it was a innovation, uh, I'd say next to penicillin in terms of importance. <laughs> because I know, I mean, shout out to my sister and brother. They're both, they, they also use the squeeze from the middle technique, so we haven't had any arguments or I guess family rifts occurred to that. But while I was looking at this, there's a lot of blogs of people that were like having huge family fallouts based on how they squeeze um, toothpaste. So it's, it's clearly, oh, wow. it's, a, it's a big issue in society, apparently. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're yeah. here to tackle those hard hitting issues, but yeah. And they, I mean, there's, and it isn't like toothpaste. I feel like there's even more to that. Like I, I'm not going to name, which sibling it is, but they do leave toothpaste in the sink when they're done brushing their teeth, and that bothers me. That just that that so, does not set right with me. So by in the sink, like how does that how does that even happen? So I guess it's kind of like maybe like you miss. they miss. Yeah, like they're putting toothpaste okay. on the toothbrush, and it's like, oops, I missed. Let me do it again. Or like, I I don't know the science behind it. I I I don't understand how it happens. I guess that's why it bothers me so much. I just, I feel like it's not I, that hard, but you know, like I said, I'm not gonna say what sibling it is, but Zach, you know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've always hated the uh, it's certain caps that come with some of the toothpaste, and one was uh, it's it's like the ones where they pop off instead of screwing off, and it's uh, it's incredibly disgusting when they just the toothpaste buildup just uh, I can't I can't stand it. 
I also I, I hate that as well. It's just gross. It toothpaste is a nasty looking feeling substance, and when it sits around the outside of the like toothpaste nozzle and gets all crusted, it's just ugh. It's gross. I can't. Ugh. Yeah. Why did you bring that up? I'm triggered. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not brushing my teeth ever again. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Which I'm that, done here. That also brings up another thing because you you know you're talking about like the different caps leaving the toothpaste open. I don't like that either. Like I don't like you take the cap off, put the cap back on. I don't. Who does that? I, I've never seen anybody do it in person, but apparently, like looking at the interwebs again i went onto twitter and you can hashtag squeezing toothpaste and there's a whole bunch of people tweeting about it <laughs> and there's pictures there's just pictures upon pictures of people just heinous human beings <laughs> that do not put the cat back on toothpaste <laughs> i don't get that's, it <laughs> that that's just that's absolutely wrong it's terrible it's terrible so i don't want to i don't want to throw the <laughs> uh, i think uh, some kind of capital punishment should be enforced with that i uh, i concur i concur no. Thank you. And I, just, so, I, have, I have one other thing that I want to bring up about toothpaste, and you may agree with me, okay? Absolutely. It's called toothpaste, right? Yeah. Why isn't it called teeth paste? I don't know. That sounds like a Seinfeld bit. It just, you don't brush each tooth individually. <laughs> it goes over all teeth. Yeah, you're right. Well, maybe it's just f- like saying for specifically tooth. Because, you know, you, you got, like, yeah, you know what? I was going to try to make a point nope. with this, but I, I really couldn't. So, yeah, you got you got a good no one. Sense. Makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, I'm, yep. I'm going to agree mm-hmm. with you on that one. Just real quick, I do want to I want to toss one thing at you here. Okay. Okay. Because I, I, I enjoy, I, I'll go to the dentist every once in a while, right? And, you know, when you go, they always try and give you the best ideas to keep your, your teeth clean, right? Sure. One could say they are philosophies. Wow. That was... You like that? I, I, okay, you know, that was a good one. I'm not even going to lie. That was a good one. <laughs> I, also, just tossing it back to Zodiac signs, I had another one here. So, uh, some people love horoscopes so much, uh, they, just, they love them to Pisces. Okay, that... You know, you set, you know, you set the bar really high with... Uh, with the toothpaste one, that that one was a uh, lackluster. All right, well, <laughs> yep. Uh, some might be angered by that one. Uh, on the topic of anger, <laughs> let's talk about road rage here, Nick. Uh, have you ever experienced road rage in a uh, firsthand form, or do you suffer from it at all? I don't. I, I've never experienced it from anybody. I don't really suffer from it either. Uh, I'm very. I'm a very laid back driver. I'd say I do do one thing though. Uh, yeah, do do. Um, <laughs> oh, do I'm you? a five year old. Um, I don't and like people that like honk the horn, they yell, they flip the bird, they do whatever. My favorite thing to do when somebody cuts me off or does a stupid thing in their car and it, it like hinders me, I just give them a thumbs up because I feel like that that affects them more because oh, it's yeah. like they know that I'm I'm acknowledging them, but I'm not angry about it. I'm just like saying, "Wow, great job. That was dumb." You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. You're going with the whole kill them with kindness approach. Exactly. And there's there's occasionally when somebody does something really stupid, I'll go with the old like gladiator one where I'll stick my thumb out to the side and then I'll either Thumb. go thumbs up or thumbs down. Uh, um, okay. but you you really got to piss me off to do the thumbs down. Most of the times <laughs> it's the thumbs up. There's one time somebody um, they did a right or 
they turned left when their light was red and mine was green, so they turned in front of me. I had to slam on the brakes, and I gave them the thumbs up, like, way to go, bud, and they flipped me off and yelled at me. <laughs> <laughs> They're the ones that ran a red light and cut me off, and they got mad because I gave them the thumbs up. So in that, I, I won. I won on that time. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah. And when people road rage, it, it, never, it never ends up being their fault, but... Uh... Never. Never. Nah. I mean, have you experienced, like, has somebody raged on you on the road? Um, not, not really as much. I'm sure, I'm sure there's been times, uh, there are times where people will, uh, just absolutely ride my bumper and I, I'm trying to accelerate. It's not like I'm not, I, I, I people got to buy, like, keep in mind that I drive a Nissan Versa. This is, uh, I know what you're thinking the epitome of masculinity, uh, <laughs> probably up there with Corvettes and like Mustangs and you know chargers in terms of monster trucks tanks tanks. man it's great yeah uh (laughs) no it's a solid mom car but it it struggles with the acceleration from time to time you know you gotta you gotta talk down to it but uh yeah some people are just trying to get to places really fast and i'm like "Uh, i can't do that right now buddy um (laughs) my car tops out at 55 (laughs) miles per hour (laughs) yeah exactly but i kind of do what you do like if uh and i got my windows tinted recently so it takes away from the effect but I'll just kind of wave at the rearview mirror, just waving at them. Like, it's just like, hello. Are you enjoying the view from right behind me? <laughs> it's just, I, we're like anti-road rage. We, it's a, it's, it, it, what is, um, ah, I, I, the, the phrase is escaping me. When you say something and you're like passive aggressive, we have like passive aggressive yes. road rage. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, you know, it's, I think that's the best way to approach it. Cause you don't want to take years off your life in that sense. I feel like getting mad in traffic is just not the most well, not the most exciting or uh, productive thing you could be doing. That's true. Yeah. So, just a quick question for you, Matt. Also, um, what is a chicken farmer's favorite car? I don't know. A coupe. All right. Okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome for that one. Oh, thank you. Um, so on the topic, kind of uh, similar lines, uh, certain road trips, maybe uh, driving. Uh, Nick, have you had any intricate experiences with taxi or I guess nowadays in the modern age like Lyft or Uber? Um, yeah, I, I got one pretty good one. I, I go down to the Bahamas uh, every every other year with my girlfriend's family. I've been down there twice. And the taxi cab service down there that we use is spectacular. Um they, it's a very nice lady named Cheryl. Uh, doubt she's listening to the podcast. <laughs> but pretty much when we, we landed in the Bahamas, collected our bags, went through customs, yada, yada, yada. Got out to where all the taxis were, and she comes up. just really happy, nice lady, greets us. Seems like we've known her forever. And we get into the cab. And when I say cab, it was a huge van because there was about eight of us there. Um, so she loads all of her bags up. We get into the van, and she turns around in the front seat, and she asks, does anybody want a drink? And we're like, ho, 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 very funny, like, awesome, like, good customer service, all right. And she's like, no, there's a cooler behind you that's full of beer and mixed drinks. I'm like, what? And so, kid you not, we open the cooler, and there's Sands, which is a local brew down there, and then uh, Kalik, which is another one. And we just, it's about, like, a 30-minute drive to uh, Atlantis from the airport, 
and we just have beer. We're going down the road just drinking beer. The windows are open. Everybody can see us. Cops can see us. Everybody's drinking. It's a great time. I loved it. <laughs> um, and so, that I mean, that was a great experience because also she kind of did like a cash ta- cash cab thing. She gave us facts about the Bahamas, which is really cool. Um, it's just a, a good overall experience. Is like very... I don't want to use the words intimate, uh, but not that way. It was just just a cool experience. And the same taxi cab driver, Cheryl, it was about four days into our trip. I was standing out front of where we were staying, where people get dropped off. And she pulls up and she recognized me. And she's like, oh, Nick, hey, how's it going? And she, I came over and she was talking to me and we talked for a couple minutes. She's like, do you want a drink? And I was like, (laughs) Hell yeah, I do. <laughs> so she went to her cooler again, and she pulled out Bahama Mama Mix and poured me a drink out of the back of her taxi. Didn't even have to pay for it. She just gave it to me, gave me a hug, and was like, okay, have a good rest of your stay, and then drove off. That She was she is the Batman of the Bahamas. <laughs> you know, maybe that's how, how she deals with the bah- Bahaman, Bahaman? Bahamanian? Bahamanian? Bohemian, 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 yeah, Bohemian, (laughs) the the Bohemian traffic, yeah, that's how she gets by. Little did you know, she was absolutely plastered. Yeah, she was. She could have been, but she drove great. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to say anything. (laughs) What what about yourself? You got anything good? I I have a couple decent ones. Nothing, uh, nothing ever that good. Uh, I mean, one I had one actually like a couple weeks ago where this guy, he was legitimately from Thailand. And I had no idea what he was saying. I had absolutely no idea. But uh, it's funny because sometimes like Uber dri- drivers will uh, promote their own products and stuff like that, and they'll give you. Uh, sometimes they'll even give you slips and stuff. But he was like, I was. He, was, he mentioned this Thai restaurant, and he gave me like he was like, oh, here's my number. Uh, just call it so I can give you a suggestion. And I was thinking to myself, that's never gonna happen. But I mean, they <laughs> really, really nice people. Um, Another one I had was in England that, that kind of stands out in terms of strange because uh, I was coming back from a club one night and it was, it was just me taking a taxi and I was looking for one and I, I found one and the lady, the first thing she asked me, she's like, verbatim, she goes, oh, did you shake your ass? And I was like, what? I know. <laughs> I was so off thrown by that, but I still got in the car and I'm alive now to tell this story. Um, did you get her number? Uh, I had to. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> no, no, I didn't. <laughs> oh, come she on! Was, she, she's a very old woman, and we talked about conspiracy theories and how she thought uh, literally just about everything was a conspiracy theory. So, I mean, you you meet some characters when you're uh, you're taking these taxis. That's right. Uh, they're hard. They're hardworking people. I mean, uh, I'll give absolutely. it. I'll give them that. Absolutely. And uh, I guess on the topic of hardworking people, uh, kind of transitioning over here. Uh, Nick, worst summer job for you? Oh, um, do I have? Oh man, yeah, I mean, I didn't mean to cut you off there, but continue on. I got, I got something in in the chamber waiting for this. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. Well, so it was the summer uh, in between our junior and senior year of high school. If uh, you remember those great years of our lives, um, absolutely. <laughs> I, I moved up to upstate New York for the summer to work with my aunt and uncle who have a landscaping company. While I was there, because they worked Monday to Friday, I did that gig Monday to Friday. And then on the weekends, I worked at a marina because they lived right on Lake Ontario in upstate New York. It was a beautiful little town called Sodas Point, New York. At, this, at the marina, my job was to, 
I worked on the gas docks. Boats would come up, I'd fill them up with gas, get like a five, ten dollar tip, a little howdy doody, and left them. They, they went on their way. So, occasionally though, because it was on Lake Ontario, a couple of larger vessels, if I can use that, uh, would come in uh, from Canada. So, Canadians would come across the border. Oh my god, the border was open. Um, oh <laughs> back, back in the good oh, old days, you know? Back in the good old days, right? Yeah, right before that giant wall was built, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, they would come across and... These boats, I mean, they, they weren't yachts, but they were bigger. They, of course, had living amenities and everything, so they had toilets. They had bathrooms. And another part of my job, I would have to pump out the boat. So I'm pumping gas in, and I got to pump, you know, stuff out uh, from a two-day boat drive or boat ride, uh, whatever the, I guess, sailing term would be. Um, so most boats, you would be able to take the cap off. You'd hook up a hose, attach it with two different little snap things where it would just stick in place you pull the nozzle vacuum would start and it would suck all the crap out of the boat one boat the entire summer and i i hate this man to this day <laughs> he he chained the cap onto the boat to where i could not attach the hose correctly so i had to go get my boss he was a 68 year old man uh that's not old, but older than me. Uh, so if you're an older listener, don't be offended. But he wasn't a big guy, so he's just like, oh, yeah, Nick, you just got to grab this this attachment for the hose. I kid you not, there was like a five-foot rubber attachment that I had to put on the hose <laughs> and stick it down into the bilge of the boat. So he shows me, throws the handle. It starts sucking. He's like, there you go. That's all you got to do. Let, turns it off. Oh, I get over there. I grab it, right? So in my head, I'm like, I'm I'm 17 years old. I bet I'm stronger than that guy. It doesn't look like he was holding it that hard. Throw the handle, and in about a millisecond worth of time, I'm covered in crap. <laughs> when I threw uh. the handle, the suction of the hose, or the vacuum, kicked the hose out, and as it kicked it out, it pulled off all the stuff <laughs> from inside that boat and just put it right on me. <laughs> and for those so, of you, uh, those of you confused, this is actual human feces, human fecal matter, crap, delicious poop, shit. <laughs> I know we don't swear, but I'm, I'm in the moment right now. <laughs> Whoa. So, getting, getting edgy on this podcast. I just, you know, do we have, we have some, Listeners that may be offended. Anyway, it, it was so, <laughs> it was a traumatic experience. Uh, let let Nick vent here. Yes, please, please. <laughs> um. So, but me being the hard worker that I am, I finished my job. I finished pumping the boat full of gas. I cleaned off the side of the boat, and I finished pumping the boat out. Once I realized that when I throw the handle, it's gonna kick like a bronco, and I got to make sure that I'm in there nice and tight. So, anyway. We're past that, okay? Finish the job. The guy comes back out, and he's just like, oh, my God. You're – is that – are you covered in poop? I was like, yeah. Yes, I am. And he's like, oh, don't worry. It's just it's just pizza, wings, and beer. <laughs> like, like, that's supposed to make me feel better? <laughs> yeah, like that's the most reassuring thing you could say. Oh, don't worry. It's just pizza and beer. Okay, thanks, man. That makes me feel a whole lot better. Let me just continue on my day covered in your poo. 
So I, I'm at this point, based off that comment, I'm beside myself. I just walk away. I'm going back to my aunt and uncle's house, which is about a 15 minute walk from oh. where. Yeah, yeah, uh huh. And it, mind you, it's in the middle of summer. It was like it was after oh. July. It was after July 4th. So in the just the heat, it was just it, oh god. I just remember the smell. So I just have to walk through town covered in poo, and I was like, if anybody talks to me and asks me why I smell, I'm just going to hit him right in the face. Luckily, I didn't have to. Made it back, washed my clothes, took a shower. Everything was good to go. I go back oh. to work. I go back to work because, you know, I'm a hard worker, right? I'm going to toot my own horn here. I go back, and Steve's standing at the door, and he, he has the gusto, the, the sack, <laughs> to say, wow, Nick. Looks like you're having a shitty day. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That was, and I, I worked there the rest of the summer, but that was, it wasn't a bad job, but that was the worst thing to ever happen to me on a summer job. So, you know, that, gonna, uh, that, that seems like it explains a lot of, uh, you know, ha- the person you are now. Yes. Yep. That experience might have shaped you for the rest of your life. That's my baseline. I always ask myself, how bad is today actually going? Am I covered in poop? Nope. Then it's a good day. <laughs> you know, it's, it sucks that you had to establish that baseline, but, I mean, that's a baseline that's going to be hard to beat. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, get, I guess if I get covered in poop again, and it's not just pizza, beer, and wings. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I, I mean, I can't say I've had a summer job, like, uh, nearly as bad as that extent, just because I've been... Uh, uh, everyone knows I didn't I didn't work in high school, so <laughs> like you know, like every other <laughs> sense, sensible uh, teenager. No, um, yeah, because the majority of it I, I spent working out of the Air Force cause at night since nineteen. But uh, I mean, I, I remember applying for a job one time, and uh, I think it was like a summer camp counselor for like the YMCA. And mm-hmm. uh, first of all, they were terrible because like I, I was supposed to do a couple of phone interviews. And they claimed that they called me, and they never called me, so I and I never got hired. But I had to go to a like in person, like you have to lead this kind of hoorah session of how you be leading these kids, and you have to do it with a lot of energy. And it was just way too, you know, I mean, it was way too much effort for what it was worth. Uh, so I just wasted <laughs> a day pretty much doing kid stuff and not getting a job. Yeah, not nearly as bad as getting <laughs> splattered with poop, but. <laughs> Maybe I, I maybe like as they, maybe as humiliating, you know. You know, <laughs> it, I would say that, yeah. But I just like how they went with the old. Oh, we tried to call you instead of just calling you and saying, "Hey, we don't want to hire you." <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's yeah. that's totally what they did to you. <laughs> oh yeah, they're like, "Well, we tried calling you twice." I was like, uh, you, "You didn't, yeah. but uh, thank you, I guess." <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah. While we're on the topic of jobs here. I just want to say that I went through a little point in time where I thought my only purpose in life would be to become a dolphin trainer. I got over that pretty quick. <laughs> All right. I like that one. I can't even, can't even regret Sh- I can't. Shout out to Taylor Johnson for that one because uh, I saw that on Instagram today and I had to steal it. <laughs> I'll give credit where credit is due. Uh, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Well. Uh, I guess a lot yeah. of jobs though aren't as bad as you know the fast food industry. But uh, uh, speaking of kind of the newest segment in our show, fast <laughs> fast food news. Uh, Nick, what do you, what do you got yeah. in the fast food realm for us? So 
if we were a high quality podcast, we'd have intro music here. So let's just pause for a second. Intro music. There we go. All right. So news of fast food world. Um, I believe that it is just amazing at what we can accomplish today as humans. Uh, do you agree with me? I, I will not argue with that. Okay. So we, we sent a man to the moon. We've sent monkeys we into space. We elected a Cheeto into office. <laughs> what we are able to do nowadays is amazing. We are sending a KFC chicken sandwich, also known as a zinger, into space. Oh, okay. I was kind of hoping it would be the double down. No. Nope. Unfortunately, uh, there's weight restrictions uh, in a zinger. It's a smaller <laughs> <laughs> item on the menu, so... Due to NASA's current budget, that's what they can afford. <laughs> so, so is it being so, so? When you say that, I imagine them sending just strictly a sandwich into space to explore like the moon, and not with that's, a crew or anything. Like they're just like this is a, a an artificially intelligent sandwich. He's going that is, in. Then you would be exactly correct. However, <laughs> though, it's not being sent with a rocket. It's being sent up with it with a high altitude balloon, so it's a little oh, lackluster, okay. but it's still it's going to make it to space. Okay, there's going to be a chicken sandwich in space, and so when you're looking up at the stars this weekend, you're going to see a chicken sandwich floating across the sky, and by God, it's going to be the most beautiful thing you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> if you exactly, and if you see a shooting star and it's that chicken sandwich, just uh, yep. just know that the the level of intensity and heat with that is also the same level of uh, heat you'd have with the heartburn you'd get from eating it. Mm-hmm. So. I, I just don't want anybody to be surprised if they look up into the sky this weekend and they see cr- good old Colonel, Sk- Colonel Sanders just smiling down at him. Don't be alarmed. <laughs> it was planned. He's supposed to be there. <laughs> yep, that's, anyway, that's, uh, that's it, how it should be. That's how it should be. You're right. But it, it was supposed to be launched on June 21st. It got delayed due to the weather. It was supposed to be launched today. It got delayed due to the weather. So we're waiting. But it, their, their plan is to launch it on Friday, so today. You know, being the the twenty third of June, so hopefully we can get that zinger into space and let uh, other other life forms know what we're all about down here on uh, the blue planet. Exactly, and given the tension kind of between us and uh, Russia, how it used to be, you know, back in the Cold War era, I guess you can kind of say this is uh, this is our Cold Cold War, and uh, mm-hmm. this sandwich is monumental for the uh, um, you know the success of the U.S. and that and that in the space realm. So it's it's yep. more. It's more than meets the eye. It's true. It's a, it's a beautiful... That was, that was a pun. <laughs> I didn't catch you it. See what so I did sorry. there? You're better than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Don't let it happen again, but it's okay. Okay, yeah. That's right. Absolutely. Well, you know, this uh, This wraps up another episode of Punkcast Niche. Uh, Nick, any closing remarks from you? Uh, well, yeah. I, I was going to tell a chemistry joke, joke this podcast, but I didn't think I'd get a good reaction. <laughs> hey, yeah, now. you're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, as always, uh, follow us: Twitter, Facebook, Punkcast Niche, uh, Instagram, Punkcast underscore Niche. And uh, until then, uh, it's been Matt Simino and Nick Hill, and we'll uh, we'll catch you next time. <laughs>